Catch the gossip that makes you prosper right here on Good Tea for Life. What's up, you guys? I have a 10-minute tea talk, and I just found this in, this is from some notes from a coaching call that I have, but I want to share it with you because I think it's a really powerful question. And I know for myself, I've had to ask myself this a million times, and I actually enjoy asking myself this because I know that freedom is on the other side of this question. And the question is, what am I not accepting that's taking up a lot of space? What am I not accepting that's taking up a lot of space that's causing so many inconsistencies in the very areas that I really care about? I'm going to say that again. The thing that I'm not accepting, and it's in the back of my mind that I know I should you know, choose to accept it or do something about it. But because I won't make a choice, because of my indecision, it's causing me to have inconsistency in different areas of my life that I actually care about. That's a powerful question, guys, because oftentimes we'll just masquerade and parade around as if the issue is going to fix itself. And sometimes there's a, I believe there's a time and place where you could be really overwhelmed and you have to just not address something in a season because it's just a priority of which overwhelm do I deal with first? That's a real thing. I've been there. And then there's just times where you need to face the facts, face what it is, look at what it's costing you and make a decision to either get help, to either let it go, right? You have to make a decision because indecision is draining. And we wonder why mental instability is extremely high and Everybody's labeling themselves as all of these titles of, you know, ADHD or anxiety or overwhelmed and depressed and all these different forms of oppression. And, you know, as a believer in Christ, it's not that you can't get depressed or oppressed or grieve or anything like that. God gave us emotions. But our job is to take our emotions and filter them through the lens of God. There is a scripture that answers every situation of life. You'd be surprised. And when we begin to understand the scriptures, we know how to deal with the things of life. And there's a godly way to respond to emotions. There's a godly action to respond to how we feel. How you feel is not the thing that's bad. If you want to admit I'm depressed, I am, you know, feeling whatever. That's not the sin. But what you do when you recognize the state that you're in, that's really what God is looking at, guys. And I'm not calling that a sin. I'm just saying, look at what God is looking at. See things the way that he sees things. And you'd have to actually care to do so because it means that you have to study the word and you have to be a student of the word, not because you're going to get a a treat at the end every day, but because you want to know who your God is and you want to navigate life with wisdom like Solomon, right? Solomon said, hey, I got to manage all these people. I'm the king. I need wisdom so I can handle all of this. And then God gave him wisdom and everything else. And so it's a matter of the heart and our desire to want to get to know God that will give us the supernatural abilities to not be stuck like the rest of the world. Why are believers trying to be in groups and titles and and, and carry on the way that the non-believers do in this world? You got to ask yourself real questions because you get to feel emotions, but the action that you take is the key. You can feel the feeling, but the action that you take tells everything. It tells who your source really is. It shows what you really believe. And your job is to assess the truth, face the truth, 
and then make decisions. And you know, it's interesting. I'm reading the uh, uh, first Kings, uh, what is it? Chapter 18, I believe. Yeah. Chapter 18. I was looking at it this morning and I just, it's like that just dropped in my spirit during prayer. And Elijah says, listen, choose a side. <laughs> like you're going to be for the Lord or you're going to be for Baal, Baal, however you say that, that, uh, that idols God's name. But he's like, yo, choose a side. And the people were quiet. The people of God were quiet instead of making a decision. And the end of that story is they got in trouble for not making a decision. It cost them their life. And God actually said, go save the ones who actually served me in the middle of all while everybody else was just acting a fool serving other gods. (laughs) So we want to make sure that we just look at the mind of God on decision, you know, decision making and the parable of talents. The man who got five talents, he went at once. He went at once and he made good on what the master gave him. It's in Matthew. He literally gave him five talents. He went at once, turned five talents into 10 talents. The man who got two talents, he went, he turned two talents into four talents. The man who got one talent, he took the one talent and he hid it because he quote unquote feared the master, but the master didn't respect his move. He said, it's wicked because he said, if you fear me and if you knew who I was, then you would have knew that I expected you to take action. I expected you to go and bring me interest. I expected you to take what I gave you and make more of it. So it's interesting because indecision is not the move. Burying your talent, whatever that talent is, doesn't have to be singing and dancing. Whatever skills you have, whatever, even our mouth, our voice. If you're not working on unlocking and unleashing your voice from bondage of the enemy, that is the job that you have when you say you've accepted Jesus Christ. So our job every day is to be a student to the Holy Spirit and allow him to teach us so that he can literally deliver us. Do you know some deliverance you will not get unless it's through teaching because the Lord needs you to understand so that when you apply that knowledge, you become wise and through that wisdom, you are preserved and through that preservation, you are protected and the demons have to flee. And so you get deliverance that way. Come on, somebody. I just stopped by to tell you to check and see what relationship am I not accepting that is over? Like what job am I not accepting? Like this is not the job for me. Maybe there's there's some type of business that you started and you have a heart for business, but you need to shut this business down so that the Lord can give you the vision for the next thing that he wants you to go after. Right. There just are different areas you can ask this question. What am I not accepting? Sometimes the marriage is just over, right? Maybe I'm not an advocate for just everybody just splitting up. Let's be clear. But sometimes that's the case. Sometimes you have to accept that you did wrong and you need to admit it, forgive yourself and move on. There's just things that you got to accept. You got to accept, hey, I gained weight. I gained this weight. I need to stop just taking up a lot of space in my brain, thinking about how bad I feel and look and start taking action on it or decide that I don't care if I look like this. Like just pick a side so you can have some more energy and you can move on to the next thing that you really care about. Because where there's indecision, you best believe it's costing you some inconsistencies in other areas of your life. And trust me when I tell you, I am preaching to myself. So because I care about myself, 
I'm going to give myself permission to get the help that I need, the coaching that I need, to get the deliverance that I need, to save the money that I need, to invest in the healthcare that I need, whatever I need to do. Give yourself permission to admit your flaws. Don't have pride with yourself. Don't try to make yourself feel better by not acknowledging the truth. That's pride. (laughs) How about you give yourself the permission that you need to get the support that you need so that you can get the outcome that you know you deserve and you desire. Father, I thank you for your greatness and I thank you that you know all things. Your word says that you are the revealer of the secret things, the hidden things. Your word also says, Father, that you will open the eyes of our understanding. And so we ask for that today. I bind up double-mindedness and I decree and declare that we have sound minds. And I thank you, Father, that as you show us the things that we need to deal with, that we will do so with speed and obedience towards you. Lord, I thank you that you are consistent where we're weak, you're strong. And so we declare your strength, Father, as we take action and as we give ourselves permission to be decent and in order with you, Lord God, as we give ourselves permission to be raw in front of you, Lord God, forgive us for pride and Lord, just strengthen us as you only can do. Give us peace in the middle of the storm. Give us clarity, Lord. And we just thank you that we will be your fruit in this world. We will be your light in this world. We just thank you in advance for the results because I know that they will be working out for our good, like your word says, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want you guys to find me on Lakeisha Michelle Ministries and Instagram and let me know if this episode touched your heart and what are you going to do because of it.